Yeah, I just bring 
into this thing I let you into the secrets Biggest secret, yo, that's how I keep it Yeah, it's so manifested That's how I just keep it unrested For your head, kid Midwest That's how I keep it to the chest Firstly, a reminder that I've released a new album. The new Off-White album was released this fall. It's entitled Propel Exact, and it's out now on Spotify, Apple, and all digital platforms. This is my sixth full-length album, and it's my most fun album to date. Let's start by talking about my history with video games. I've been playing video games for my entire life. Currently, I have a PS2 and a PS4. My PSN name is MenuGem. Hit me up. But over the course of my life, I've had many different consoles, and I grew up going to the arcade. Here in Springfield, Illinois, the mall had an arcade called Aladdin's Castle. White Oaks Mall is still in operation today, but the arcade is gone, and of course, in-person arcades are mostly a thing of the past. In my junior high years, I was really into playing racing games and shooting games at the arcade. The game Off-Road was one of my favorites. It was also at the arcade where I first learned of the Avengers by playing the video game Captain America and the Avengers. This was the first way I saw how Captain America threw his shield. My dad was really into Atari, and I remember the night we brought our first Atari 2600 console home. I was very young, maybe around four or five years old. We had Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, and I really enjoyed the experience. My father and I would play titles such as Combat, a war game, and I even remember playing The Empire Strikes Back, which was the first official Star Wars video game. It had a cool first level, involving the Snowspeeder and AT-ATs. But we didn't really like that game, and my dad sold it. Later, around 1987, I had a Nintendo Entertainment System action set, which was bundled with Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt. The NES had so many great games, and I formed bonds with many of my junior high school friends playing such classics as Contra and the first two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games for the NES. Briefly, I had a Game Boy, and I got to play Tetris, Super Mario Land, and other titles, but that went to the resale shop quite quickly. My parents routinely sold my old possessions to the resale shop or via classified ad, so over the years, my parents sold all my old consoles. After I got my first job working at Arby's, I bought a Sega Genesis, which was bundled with Sonic the Hedgehog. I also used the money I made at Arby's to buy Mortal Kombat. I learned all the Mortal Kombat fatalities I could and played kids from the block. That was some of the most fun I've had playing video games. Later, when I went to college, my parents sold that system too. Then, for a few decades, I had nothing. I got away from video gaming for a while. When I was living in Chicago, a few of my friends had the PS2 and the first Xbox. 
I remember hanging around at my friends' apartments and watching them play, such titles as Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on PS2 and Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell on Xbox, but I never played. The football game Madden on PS2 is what brought me back to video gaming, so it's important that I talk about my history with Madden. In 2005, Galapagos 4 had a layover stop in Washington State on the Spring Forward Tour, and I played Madden with the son of the hosts where we were staying. I liked the game, but we had to leave right away to travel to the next show. In 2007, when I was living in LA, I had a neighbor named Tony, who was really into the NFL like myself. We watched the 2007 NFC Championship game between the Saints and the Bears together in his apartment. That was the game where Reggie Bush scored a touchdown at Soldier Field. I remember that Tony had two TV sets next to each other, one for watching the NFL and one for playing Madden. We played Madden while watching the playoff game, and it was at that moment that I decided to get a PS2. So that spring, I purchased one on Craigslist for $35. This is the console we'll see in this video. The PS2 is a classic. It's a great piece of hardware, and it has an endless selection of good games, debatably more than any platform. I still think it's the best console for 3D platform games. Since I acquired the PS2 late in its life cycle, I have purchased almost all the games in used condition. In LA, I purchased these games at GameStop and at a store called Gameplay on Venice Boulevard, which is still in operation today. As I continued living at USC, I played Xbox 360 with my classmates there. I remember enjoying that generation of consoles, but I thought to myself I would wait until the next iterations of consoles were released to buy a new one. Also, while working at USC, I purchased a Nintendo DS, and I remember playing Yoshi's Island on it quite a bit, and I even bought Madden for the DS, but since Madden wasn't very good on the DS, I didn't really take to it. I remember that my girlfriend played the DS more than I did, and after a year, I sold it on eBay. In 2015, I bought a PS4 at GameStop. It was bundled with The Last of Us, but really the only game I play is Madden. Mostly, I use the PS4 to stream YouTube and watch movies. I still have my PS2 and PS4 today. So let's take a look at my PS2 console and games. Okay, so here is the console, the PlayStation 2. It's not the PS2 Slim. It's an earlier model when it was still the original size. And as I said, I purchased this pre-owned and it does have some small uh, scratches and wear and tear here and there, but overall, it's a great uh, console. Everything works on this unit. And the first thing I'd like to point out is the controller that I use, which is a Logitech wireless PlayStation 2 controller. And these are excellent, if you can get your hands on one. Um, it works very seamlessly. It connects via this component here that plugs into the regular uh, controller slot. And um, everything is very um, responsive 
as far as the functionality. And I love, I love these controllers. This is actually my second one. I went through uh, the first one, um, you know, by putting it through so much use. So yeah, highly recommended the Logitechs. They're pretty cool. And they're aesthetically pleasing too. So they really, they really hit it out the park with these. These actually make the PS2 experience very satisfying. And it's a lot less clutter um, too. So, um, and then the other thing I'd like to point out is that I have a few extra memory cards. And these are all in use. So there's the console. Okay, so now we're going to get into the games. And I purchased all of these at gaming stores throughout LA. And all of these games were purchased in used condition. And as I said, I purchased a PlayStation 2 very late into its life cycle. I mean, it was quite late. As a matter of fact, this was right before the time GameStop would cease selling PlayStation 2 games altogether. So I got each of these games for a very inexpensive price. And as I said, I bought these uh, at gaming stores throughout LA. There is a gaming store called Gameplay on Venice Boulevard, uh, which is still there and in operation today. And I purchased a lot of these there. And I also bought a lot of these at GameStop locations throughout LA. And these stores really held me down because uh, not only were they um, priced very low, but they're also complete with the original manual. So very happy with my PlayStation 2 collection. So let's get into it. These will be presented in alphabetical order. 007 Nightfire. And this is an installment in the James Bond franchise. And this game is cool because it more or less plays out like a movie, um, like a James Bond movie, and then you're inserted into the action at different points throughout the game. And I recall playing about halfway through this game and then I lost interest, but it's still a fun game nonetheless. College Hoops 2K7, and this is an excellent college basketball game. Def Jam Vendetta, and I didn't really play through this solo, but it's good to have a game like this for when you have guests. ESPN NFL 2K5, a classic right here. And those of you who don't know, well, this is just one of the greatest football games of all time. And I definitely spent many hours playing this game. Um, the controls and the presentation um, are very cool. They had um, kind of the presentation of a ESPN show. And 
I played this game so much that I have my rosters in here along with the playbook, the manual. And because I, I would make my own teams, of course, and kind of follow, follow along with them. So one of the greatest football games, um, and it's a shame that there aren't any uh, competitive products out in the NFL space as far as gaming these days because this was pretty cool. And from what I understand, these games were cheaper than the Madden games. Killzone, the original Killzone. Madden 06, and as I said, Madden is one of the main reasons I purchased a PlayStation 2. And I spent countless hours playing this one as well, and I believe I've got my rosters in here as well as well as the manual and the disc. So I definitely kept track, kept records of what I was doing for that one. Two more Madden games here, Madden 11 and Madden 12. And these are essentially the same game. There are some presentation differences, but they play the same. Great games though. I definitely revisit these on the regular. And here we have another special football entry, NCAA Football 11. And this is significant because it's the last entry in the PlayStation 2 uh, football uh, genre to use college teams. And they have not, um, they have not <laughs> picked up the license for, I mean, no, no gaming platform has the license for college teams anymore. So I've definitely got a lot of hours logged into this and I still play it to this day. And as a matter of fact, I hear that the earlier NCAA football games are, are good as well. So I want to get my hands on those. And if you do want to play a football video game with college teams, this definitely fits the bill. It's a lot of fun. And I do want to check out the earlier installments there. <clears throat> so NCAA, NCAA football 11. NCAA March Madness 08 with Kevin Durant on the front. Shadow of the Colossus, and this is quite simply a classic. Um, I definitely played this game um, a significant amount. I did not end up finishing it, but fighting the giants in this game is just unbelievable. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, I do want to check out the remaster for the PlayStation 4. Shadow of the Colossus. Star Wars The Force Unleashed. And this is very cool because um, the premise to this game is that you are Darth Vader's apprentice and you're a dark Jedi, um, so you're an agent for the dark side of the Force. And you really do feel like a dark Jedi playing through this game. I mean, you get all the Force powers and your lightsaber. You have the power to 
levitate objects, throw objects, and deflect blaster shots with your lightsaber. So very cool. I believe I played about halfway through this too. And, and then I got stuck or I got uninterested or stuck. And um, it's still a cool game though. One of the better Star Wars entries. Speaking of which, <clears throat> Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. And this is cool because, uh, well, it's a Lego, Lego game and you get the uh, multiplayer. So you get to kind of play as a team throughout the, throughout the game. And this game follows the original trilogy series, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. So, a lot of fun. I remember playing through this game, uh, playing it with my girlfriend. Cool stuff. Star Wars Battlefront, and this is a nice shooter in the Star Wars genre. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and this is very cool because uh, it features all these Marvel characters, and it's another multiplayer game where you can assemble your team the way you see fit throughout the game and put different characters together and I played most of the way through this game and I really like it a lot and uh, that leads us to its predecessor which is my favorite game on the PlayStation 2 X-Men Legends and I really enjoyed this game um, for the same reasons that I spoke about Marvel Ultimate Alliance, mainly the fact that you can use all of these X-Men characters here and you can assemble your team throughout the game. And you get to use a lot of uh, characters from the comics, including some of my favorites, such as Jubilee and Gambit, um, and then all you know the, the well-known characters as well. And... Uh, you really do feel like you're the X-Men. Uh, you get to put your team together in any combination and you power up and share resources as you go along and you armor yourself up and, and level up and you just, um, um, you know, get to kind of wreck shop. So it's very cool. I played through it. Uh, I've actually uh, played through it twice. I beat this game twice and I have many different save points saved. To this day and they um, they use the voices from the films in this game for the characters for example Patrick Stewart is really the voice for Professor X and um, it's just a really well put together experience so I've definitely put a lot of hours into it it's my most thoroughly played game on the PS2 platform and I like it so much that we're going to take a look at some gameplay here. So let's get to it. X-Men Legends.
will do. Combo! Better luck next time. We combo. Help! I'm in major league trouble. Combo. Pretty good at this. Watch carefully. Something knocking down dead. Combo! Combo! Okay. Yes. 
Zhao Tang. Okay, so to wrap up today's episode, I would like to read an excerpt from Mark Twain's The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Well, we swarmed along down the river road, just carrying on like wildcats. And to make it more scary, the sky was darkening up, and the lightning beginning to wink and flitter, and the wind to shiver amongst the leaves. This was the most awful trouble and most dangersome I ever was in, and I was kinder-stunned. Everything was going so different than what I had allowed for. Instead of being fixed so I could take my own time if I wanted to, and see all the fun, and have Mary Jane at my back to save me, and set me free when the close fit come, here was nothing in the world betwixt me and sudden death, but just them tattoo marks. If they didn't find them, I couldn't bear to think about it, and yet somehow I couldn't think about nothing else. It got darker and darker, and it was a beautiful time to give the crowd the slip. But that big husky had me by the wrist, Hines, and a body might as well try to give Goliath the slip. He dragged me right along. He was so excited, and I had to run to keep up. <laughs>